Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here goes nothing. Here we go. It Cheers. Is. It's not good. Not going to be good on the ears. Yeah. Um, this is our latest wait hold on <laughs> welcome to this month's q a i haven't done a couple episodes recently because i've had some sound issues i've had some some technological issues i've had some life issues frankly but that's okay we're here and uh this is the first episode that i've done video which is very exciting i'm excited um yeah i think it's going to be interesting to see how this comes out should we just get into it? We should just jump right into okay. it, honestly. With all this new discourse on wife guys, no. <laughs> it's starting to jade me. If a guy is too nice, I automatically think he's overcompensating. So I feel like we should start off by explaining what a wife guy is. Yes, I'll let you take that. So wife guy is a term that was maybe not coined, but made more popular. Um, after the Try Guys. After the Try Guys. If you guys don't know, they're like a group of YouTubers. I don't really know exactly what they're famous for but one of the guys was just one of those guys that like loves his wife to an extremely public degree like, uses language like we we love you if he's talking about him and his wife exactly else. Uses a lot of we language kind of makes having a wife his personality um posts a lot about her um really overcompensates on social media and for a long time i think people liked that energy and they were like this is well, like a dream guy well here's the thing it's those kinds of guys that are like if a girl walks by they're like oh like i can't look right exactly and that's exactly. not normal it's not normal and essentially in the, within the same span of a month there were two types of wife guys who ended up getting caught cheating which was the try guy who was the guy i just explained and adam levine who a lot of people also considered a wife guy he was constantly posting about a supermodel wife how proud he was of her the mother of his children blah 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 and essentially it kind of started this discourse around like if a guy overcompensates too much if he loves his wife publicly so much that he's like kind of shoving it down down people's throats do we trust him do we trust him? and the answer is no yeah it, well, personally I mean, yeah i completely agree i think that you and ryan have a very very good mix yep. of like obsession and independence yeah because at the end of the day i don't think that it's normal to actually i don't think that it's real to only think that your partner is cute there are so many cute people out in this world yeah. so for a guy to be like oh can't look oh i don't have a celebrity crush like that's weird yeah it's also it's it's unnatural i agree like at the end of the and day, it's a lie we are animals on some level yep. and 
we also are like products of society. Like there are people who are just objectively attractive because like society has convinced me over the 30 years of my life that they're attractive. Yep. Like there's nothing I can do about that. And that's they okay. Attractive. It's okay. It doesn't mean I want to have sex with exactly. them. Um, but yeah, I think when a guy can't even kind of like admit that somebody else is attractive, whether that's for their own conscious or because they're worried about how their partner next to them is going to perceive React. it. Like I feel like I've been on double dates or hung out with a couple friends and you and I are very open about that we'll make a joke about like oh my god that girl's so hot or Mm -hmm. this Instagram model's so hot or whatever and you can tell they immediately tense up and they like cannot add to the conversation because they know if they do it's going to be like a fight later yep yep okay so that's a wife guy that's a a long-winded way of explaining what a wife guy is but I think now it's hard because I will say um now it's sort of a double-edged sword for a man it's like a guy Guys are constantly getting called out for like doing the bare minimum, right? And being yep. like the bare minimum guys. And like we've kind of been conditioned to be like, oh, he got me flowers once a month. He's like an amazing guy. When in reality, it's like the bare minimum. Yes. Like, is he doing enough around the house? Is he actually like contributing and to you, the relationship? And you probably asked him to get those flowers. Exactly. Yes. Like, is he like, is he contributing to the relationship in an emotional way? Is he like asking you how you're doing before you ask how he's doing? You know what yes. I mean? But then now it's like if a guy is overly good, he is like kind of perceived as like a wife guy. So it's, it's I will say it's not imp- an impossible standard, but it is sort of a, it's a hard medium. You have to be in the middle. Yeah, exactly. And that middle is not always easy to find. And I get that. Yes. Because um, I feel like I've dated guys before where they almost kind of like mold into like who they want me to be. Or I'm sorry, they who, almost kind of mold into who you they, want them who to be. I want them to be or what they think I want them to be. And then it comes off just like disingenuous. And I'm like, who I agree. are you actually? I agree. You know what I mean? So the actual question is, if a guy is too nice, I automatically think he's overcompensating. What do I do? So, see, this is hard because like there is a happy medium, but like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. It's like, true. I think I need to know. It's hard because I need to know a little bit more context. It's like, what is he doing? And that also, in your what's mind too nice? Compensating, yeah, right. Like, what is too nice? Everybody's level is different. So I think at the end of the day, I don't think that we can like assume that every guy, especially in the beginning when they're kind of like showing up, is a wife guy. I agree. And at the beginning, like men definitely go a little bit harder. And I think that's fine. Yes. For me, a wife guy is somebody who's like already in a committed relationship. You guys have already decided you're each other's person and they're still feeling this need to like prove to the world that they're a good guy. Yeah. They're like live, laugh, love my wife. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Versus like in the beginning, everybody does that a little. Everybody peacocks a little. I agree. So, okay. So here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to say. It depends on if you feel like it's weird because I'm for sure a person that's like go with your gut yeah, a lot. So yep. like if you think it's weird, it might be weird. Yep. But that's where you have to check in with yourself. Like first off, it, am I bringing something in from a different relationship where yeah. a guy did was a wife guy yes. and he cheated? Like you have to actually like be real with yourself and be like, am I just getting anxious about this guy? Am I like kind of for a lack of a better word, cucking myself with this guy and like not giving him an actual chance because I think he's too nice and he's actually just really into me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I also think I like a nice guy. Me too. I didn't like a nice guy when I was frankly probably too immature to be in a relationship. I agree. I feel like I specifically went for guys that were a challenge or guys that were emotionally unavailable when I 
was probably too young to actually be looking for something serious anyway. Like you liked to my fight. My priorities were skewed. Yeah, I was I, I was loved insecure. I liked to fight. I liked that, you know, intense feeling in my stomach when I'd send them a text because I didn't know if they were going to respond, which frankly is like a trauma response. Um, as I get older, I really just like like nice and easy. That is so true because when I was younger, like if it was comfortable, I'd be like, I'd spiral. I'd be like, what's going on? Like, yeah. is he not into me anymore? What's what's this about? And yeah. now I'm very different. I'm like, oh, I like when somebody just tells nice. me exactly how they feel. I agree. I think it's awesome. So next question. Dun, dun, dun. What are your thoughts on a boyfriend having platonic female friends? This is a polarizing question. A lot of people don't want to admit this, but they do not want their partner to have friends of the opposite sex. A lot of people wouldn't say that out loud, but in a perfect world, they would prefer that their partner did not have friends of the opposite okay, sex. Okay, so this is an interesting one for me because I used to be this person where I was like, I don't really want you to have like girlfriends. And okay. I will gladly admit that because I feel like there was something that they did that made me feel that way or I was feeling insecure. Yeah. And I think that, now that I'm older and I have my own guy friends and I'm also in a five-year relationship engaged, like I kind of see it a little bit differently because there does have to be a level of trust and there has to be a level of respect. Yeah. For any friendship. Absolutely. And personally, I don't have a problem with platonic female friendships unless the girl is weird with me. Unless the girl like isn't... um Let's say like we're at a party and she's like saying hi to Ryan and not me. Yes. I think that's weird. Yes, I completely agree. Like it depends on how on how the girl is in those situations and also how my guy friends are in those yeah. situations as well. Absolutely. I think that they are in a perfect world, they would be just as easy and chill and you wouldn't have to think about them as, you know, your boyfriend's male friends. But that's yeah. like not the world we live in. And I do think they're a little bit harder to navigate. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with those relationships being harder to navigate. I guess what I mean by harder to navigate is there are specific things that a platonic female friend of my partner's might do that would affect me in a slightly different way than if like a male friend did. Like for example, a boundary for me might be like, I don't want you doing like locker room talk with a girl. Like I don't know if I want my partner like making jokes about like coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if it's not like inherently sexual toward her. Yeah. I just like don't know if I want my partner using that kind of language yeah. around another girl versus obviously if they say that to like Wait, I have a question state. for you. What? Okay, so this might be an unpopular opinion, but I personally think that women, when they befriend men, it's more about like the vibe and like it doesn't matter if they're hot or not. Oh yeah, absolutely. Whereas not. men, when they have a girlfriend, they're usually hot. To me. Really? I, I think that. I think that any time that I've seen a partner have like a girlfriend, honestly, to me, they're never that cute to me. Yeah. And it's I, like a real friendship. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I've been in situations before where I've had partners who have had female friends that are really beautiful and there's nothing wrong with that yeah but in some of those relationships I've been like what do you like about this person 
Like, what do you guys have in common? What do you, what do you yeah, think about like, when you hang out? Like, do you just like looking at them? Yeah, or do you like the way you feel walking into a room with them? And sometimes that's subconscious, but it's a real thing, I think, with men a lot of times because it's like, in some of those situations, I feel like they'll be like, well, they're just like a nice person. We don't really have a lot in common. Or like, yeah, they're not like, you know, crazy crazy smart. We don't really have like, but you know, they're they're nice. It's always like they're nice. And they're I'm like, nice. You would never be friends with a guy if his only redeeming quality was no. he was nice, but you had nothing in common. I agree. And I'm like, it's okay to admit, oh, maybe I kind of just like hung out with them. Maybe I liked the attention from them wanting to be my friend. Maybe I liked the way it looked, you know, hanging out with them. But at the end of the day, it's like if that's not a real friendship that's feeding you, if it's like rooted in some kind of like vapid surface level thing, it's probably not a real friendship. A real friendship, yeah. Or or an appropriate friendship. Not all uh, inappropriate friendships are friendships where you're like overtly flirting. Yep. Or you know, cheating. Yep. Sometimes inappropriate friendships are just because like, like you said, maybe they treat your partner a little weird or maybe you guys don't actually really have anything in common. Yep. Or maybe the friendship started when you were both single and then you kind of realized you were friends, but like they're kind of just around because like you tried to date and didn't work and you felt bad. Like whatever the reason is, there are levels of inappropriateness that I don't think always are like, this is inappropriate black and white because you're like flirting or saying inappropriate things or I agree. whatever. I agree. So I do think that platonic friends of the opposite sex are possible i do think they're harder to navigate would you be okay with your boyfriend having female friends yeah i mean kellen has a ton of female friends yeah and some of them are really beautiful and like you know what i mean yeah but they are also really funny and smart and they have very specific things in common with kellen yes and i think when i was younger even that was hard for me because it, it was almost like what are they giving you that I can't yes, give you? Yes, I exactly. used to be. I used to be that way too. Exactly. Yeah. When that's absolutely a me problem. Yeah. It's like I would get upset if like an ex had something in common with a friend that like I didn't give a shit about, but I'd be like, well, why haven't you asked me to do that? And they'll be like, I did. You like don't like it? Like whether it's like a sport or like a, a hobby or something. Whereas we never think that like Ryan would never see you and ask, well, why don't you do that with me? Exactly. Exactly. Because we're the same sex. Right. I, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a threat. Yeah. So, and then I agree with, like you said, it's also kind of a balancing act with the way that that person treats you. Or talks about your partner. I've been in situations where my guy friends are a little bit weird with Ryan and... Right, they make a little dig or something. It's like, even if they don't mean it in any way, even if they would make that dig to anybody else. My first and foremost is Ryan and I have to respect that even when he's not in the room. He's a priority. And I think... It's okay, and this is a little bit of a tangent, but I also think it's okay, especially as we get older, for our partners to be our priorities. Yep. I used to feel weird because like, there was like this, like, you know, bros before hoes, hoes before bros sort of situation. My partner's my priority. Yep. And that doesn't mean for any reason that like if they're like acting out, like if Kellen woke up one day and was like, you can't be friends with Gabby, that doesn't mean I'd choose him. I'd, I'd be like, you're tripping. Yeah. But if he came to me and he was like, listen, you have this one friend and more often than not, they've made me feel uncomfortable or they've said things that I find inappropriate. Even if I loved that friend, if the reasons that they make Kellen uncomfortable are tangible and real and not rooted in like insecurity, you're going to hear them out. Yeah. It's out, honestly. Yep. Like at the end of the day, like my partner is, is number one. And if somebody is disrespecting them or making them feel uncomfortable, yes, it's going to be a conversation. But if we come to an understanding and I can see what they're saying, it's my partner all day. Yeah. There's a difference between disrespect and also that person feeling insecure yeah and i think it's sometimes hard with men in straight relationships to let go of friendships because they feel like 
it makes them less of a man or they're like breaking bro code even if bro code applies toward like a female yep, friend it's yep. like or they feel almost like they're being forced to do it when in reality it's okay to like choose your partner in those situations I've I agree. had situations where I've been like this person makes me uncomfortable like they've like made weird comments or the way that they talk to you makes me uncomfortable and the person's been like well but we're, it's not like we're having sex it's not like you know what I mean it's not like we're cheating on you. it's not like we're doing anything and it's like I want to be with someone that's going to be like I, maybe I'm not seeing what you're seeing but like if you're uncomfortable the situation needs to change. Like I want my comfort and to, to be even, my partner's and, priority. And to even like, even before you kick them, them out of your life, to even talk to that friend, for your partner to talk to that friend and be like, honestly, like... That's true. This is, I've noticed this and this. Like, are we good? Like, yeah. are you good with, are you good with Raya? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Because too, I think a lot of times too, sometimes personalities just don't mesh. And that can't be a reason for you to like cut off a friend. But maybe if you talk to them and they can be like, oh, I'm just like kind of like, you know, I'm just a little bitchy, but like I, I'm just in a I silly, goofy mood. I didn't realize that it was affecting them that yes. way. I'll reel it back. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like there are ways around it too. On the other end, since we're talking about this, I have to address the opposite end, which is it is not okay to not let your partner have appropriate platonic friends of the opposite side. I agree. I agree. We talk about both sides of the coin. Because it is... It's healthy. It's in, healthy. In my opinion, this might sound a little bit strong. <laughs> I genuinely believe completely not allowing your partner to have platonic female friends or saying that they're allowed to have female friends. But then being weird about it. Being extremely weird and making them uncomfortable and picking fights is emotional abuse I agree it is absolutely and also that's abuse. something that you need to look within and be like why do I have such an issue with this it doesn't matter if it's Nancy Sally or Janet yeah I'm having an issue and that's weird yes exactly if you find yourself in a situation where you think you're allowing your partner to have friends of the opposite sex but then every time they're around your mood goes down by like 20 percent or you get a little like you know snippy you, you and you're just fights. you're making it hard for your partner it's, like yeah listen sometimes your partner will have connections with somebody and that's okay and that doesn't mean they're gonna fuck it doesn't mean that they're disrespecting you they're just hanging out yeah and also I know that this is when I was younger it was really really hard for me to accept the fact that like my partner existed before me I hated the idea I wanted them to be born and come out of the womb <laughs> a grown man and be yeah. with me I hate the idea that I hated the idea that my partner had like loves before me had female friends before you're me. like you exist for me I want them I wanted them to exist for me which is very very selfish and not okay but it would go back to that it'd be like oh you formed this like close bond with a female before we met like what the fuck is that about? Yeah, you know what I, I mean? agree. But, like, I agree. You have to allow this person to be a whole human that has this person like, existed, existed before you. Yeah. So, next question. Okay. I have a friend. Okay. That's okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> Let's call her Mandy. She's known to love male attention and do anything for it. <laughs> This is always, this is, a, this is definitely an episode for the girls. Uh, she's known to love male attention and do anything for it. This has always been endearing to me, to be honest. Uh, but I recently got serious with my boyfriend, and I've noticed low-key bids for attention from her. Taking her shirt off when he's around, changing in front of him, asking if she looks hot, walking into our room to ask sexual questions and advice, etc., Am I crazy for thinking these are purposeful? First off, and I'm going to look at the camera for this, you are not crazy no. because I've been there. Most, unfortunately, most women have been there. Dude, literally, 
first off that's not endearing first off your friend needs therapy i can see why it would be like endearing in the beginning if you're both single and you're not like it's not affecting you personally sure it's like fun like i like i have like friends who are like natural flirts and yes it's like fun to go out with them yeah get a guy to pay for a couple drinks for us you know what i mean but at the end of the day it's respect yeah that's your partner yeah and she should respect you too absolutely it's this thing of like oh i've been there like i used to have this friend who would like well we used to have this friend that would like take their shirt off in front of like a partner and like it it was never enough for us to call it out that's i should say we don't mean like tits out no 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 they'd be like it was a situation which it sounds like you're actually kind of explaining a very similar situation where they'd be like turn around i'm changing but like before the guy actually gets a chance to they're changing their shirt is off or their bra is on or they'll like walk out in the living room be like oh i didn't know you were here and it's like we live this is thin walls we live in la baby and it's and it's just enough where it's like oh she said she was changing You're almost, like it almost forces you to like gaslight yourself yes i i don't fuck with that personally because then it's like okay the bathroom is literally 10 steps away right i i personally go out of my way to not same make those situations be a thing like even today like we've same. been hanging out we had a couple outfit changes to take pictures and every time you're very aware you're like wait is, is yes you know what I mean? yes it's like and i'm the same way it's like i'm very aware of that i like don't want there to be an uncomfortable situation because like why would I why would I want your partner to see me tits out? Right. Like like what is the actual scientific chemical function that's going on in your brain that's like, oh my God, he's gonna catch me. Right. It's like, like this weird thing where is it like are they hoping that he's gonna like fantasize about it later? It's weird. Or it's, just, it's weird. It's very weird. Honestly, if I were you, I would you could take two two approaches. You could sit down with her and be like, hey, like, I kind of noticed that you do this. Like, I don't want it to be a big deal or anything, but it just kind of makes me feel uncomfortable. Like, you're allowed to say to your friend that something makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. That's so normal. And Absolutely. if your friend reacts weird to that, then they're the problem. You're like, okay, well, like, you make a mental note in your head. Like, maybe I'm not going to fuck with them. Yeah, absolutely. And the second thing you could do is literally just spend less time with them. Yeah. In, in in these situations it's and okay to demote friends as you get yes. older and as you realize that certain personality traits of theirs are starting to like negatively affect you in a way that maybe they didn't before and maybe you've grown and maybe you used to be like this and yeah, you know now true. you're like damn i don't really want that energy around yeah absolutely i think this is one of those situations that was probably fun when you were both single you're not crazy though but you're absolutely not crazy. And I do think that this is eventually going to affect them negatively because they're going to lose friends. This is like the shit's not going to fly with anyone. And when they themselves get into a relationship, it's a red flag to me when somebody like considers one of their main personality traits flirty. Yes. I love flirting. I don't consider it a main personality trait because I have like personality traits that I think are like cooler and like more interesting. Flirting's fun. Flirting is fun, but... That can't be all. That can't be all you offer. It can't be, in my opinion. I think it's red flag when it's a personality trait. Like, what are your top three personality traits? Well, I'm funny. I'm flirty, and I'm like, no, I'm flirty, funny, sweet. This is not an MTV dating show from yeah. the two thousands. Like, at the end of the day, that is going to eventually when they get into a relationship, but they're continuing to flirt. They can't handle male attention. They start to flirt with their partner's friends. Whatever the case is, it's going to affect their relationships. I think if you need full male validation at all times. I'm sorry to say, actually, I'm not sorry to say, you need therapy. You too. I completely agree. I completely agree. I've been there. I've been in phases where male validation was number one priority for me. If I went out Same. and the situation was only girls, I'm, I was bored. I was like, well, what am I even, what am I doing here? What am I even fucking doing here? There's like no guys. It was like, it was, it was, and it's exhausting. It's not fun. Yeah. And. Because you're always performing. Because you're constantly yeah. performing. I, I saw this thing recently that was like, 
um, women have uh, a man living inside them looking at a woman. Dude, that is so true. In the way that we'll like look past the mirror and like, or like be sexy at home cooking. Yes. Nobody's around. We like have a man inside of us looking at a woman. Oh, I hate that. I know. It's really fucked up. But I do think it's one of those things that you can outgrow. I And do. you can learn to, you know, we'll, we'll always have some sense of like, appealing yeah. to the male gaze that's like very natural but I do think that it's something that can be like worked on and not become your whole life also you can feel like sexy for you too yeah absolutely that's the thing is it can't be this thing where you're like just constantly looking for validation or especially from, from any other people from yeah. anyone else to be honest it's unhealthy <laughs> and that's that on that and that's that on that <laughs> next question I recently broke up with my girlfriend of five years she's very upset <laughs> Okay, okay. There was no cheating involved. I did nothing wrong other than simply fall out of love. I still think she's a great girl. I just realized it wasn't a right fit and I didn't want to waste her or my time. I already honestly respect. Respect, honestly, respect. <laughs> I think that the hardest breakups Wait, are finish the question. Oh, so sorry. So sorry, my girl. <laughs> my girl. Okay. She as I said earlier, she's very upset. She's not taking this well. She has started making our friends choose sides, telling people that I did something very fucked up, although she won't say what because there's nothing there, and essentially making me feel like I do not deserve happiness because I don't want to be with her. I don't know what to do. I love her still as a person, and I do think that she's just angry, but this is starting to affect my life in a real way. <laughs> I just want to hug this person. I know, person. this makes me really sad. <laughs> okay, I think the hardest breakups are the ones where nothing happens and nothing you just specific. fall out of love. Yeah, absolutely. It's easier sometimes to move on from a person if they cheat, you know, if they're very mean to a you. A very specific thing happened. We broke up because he cheated. But this, we broke up because she was mean. But whatever. this is where ego comes in because you're like, how dare you fall out of love with me? Yeah. I'm the best thing ever. Absolutely. And that's where you have to be like, honestly, I my ego is very bruised, but like, I can't make this person's life miserable because yeah. they don't love me. And they don't deserve misery because they do not love you. And I'm going to be honest, we've talked a lot about like, you know, who we were when we were younger. I was that way. I was like, if somebody doesn't want to be with me, they don't deserve to exist. They yeah. should die. They, they are bad they should people. Die. They should die. <laughs> um, it's like we have this idea, yeah, it's this big ego thing where it's like, if somebody breaks up with us for no specific reason, which is allowed. It sucks, but it's allowed. People sometimes fall out of love. They Five realize years. it's not a right fit. It sucks. I get that. But I can guarantee you as much as you feel hurt and sad and confused and maybe even like your time was wasted, this person feels the same way. Yeah. Like nobody just like just because they did the breaking up in a five year relationship and be like, I just want to waste five years of this person's time. Also, it's crazy to me real quick. It's crazy to me that people think that because you're the one that broke up with that person, that means you feel nothing. And it's like, obviously, they, they're very hurt, too. They weren't yeah. just like faking it the Absolutely. entire relationship. Like, they're very hurt, too. They just made that conscious effort and conscious decision to end it yeah. for the both of you. And at the end of the day, you guys are both going to reap the benefits of this, even if you don't see it that way now. Yeah, absolutely. I think 
this person going to your friends and not not and not saying what you did wrong. Not saying what you did wrong because they know deep down that w- there is nothing. And I get it. They're That's hurt. so malicious. I completely understand. Yes, but you can it be It sucks hurt. to be broken up with and it sucks to be broken up with for no specific reason because you almost feel like out of the loop. Like how long has this person been thinking this? What did I do wrong? Is it a looks thing? Is it a personality You'll thing? You'll feel a bit insecure after the, re- the relationship. It is fine to have those feelings. It is not okay that this person is actively trying to punish you for falling out of love with them. And in fact, I look back now at times that I've been broken up with for a reason like that. And I'm so glad they did. Yeah. They saw something that it just took me a little longer to see. Yeah. We just weren't a right fit for whatever reason. And even it could be five months, five years, like wouldn't you want somebody who's not in it to not be with you anymore? Like, don't you want to find that person that yeah. like sees the fucking, what's the saying? The star shine of your ass, the moon. Yeah, exactly. You want somebody who, who thinks the sun shines out of the your ass. The sun shines out of your you ass. You don't want somebody who's like, well, they're nice and they love me and we've been together five years, so I guess I'll just stick around. That's that's terrible. That's it's yucky. Not a relationship that's you want to be in. And also, I look back and I like thank the people who broke up with me. I'm like, thank you for not wasting my time. Thank you for realizing you were unhappy and immediately leaving and not trying to force something and wasting any more of my precious youthful time because we don't have that much time. Yep. You know what I mean? On this earth. I have I have two sides of advice here. Okay. For the, for the person that got broken up with, I will say, lick your wounds, take some time to yourself, like heal that ego, spend time with your friends, go to therapy, talk about this stuff. Just do everything to, to you know, give yourself lo- soft love yeah. to the person that broke up and is dealing with this where the person is talking shit about them to their friends and stuff. You will find out who your real friends through this process. Absolutely. Who your real friends are. And you just have to be honest with your friends and be like, this is what happened. I don't know what she's talking about, but this is not what happened. Yeah. Um, and, and you need to lean on your friends, too. And you need to lick your wounds as well. And honestly, very similar paths will happen, but you both will be fine in the end. Yeah. It's just like I hate when people are malicious in breakups. Yeah. When they just when they want you to suffer. That's unfair. It's it's abusive and. It's really shitty, honestly. And I'm really sorry you're going through this. And I will say, in a perfect world, it ends the way that you said, right? They set the story straight with their friends. Maybe they lose a couple along the way. That's okay. We all do. Um, And you both move on. And eventually, they realize that they were being kind of crazy and they move on. Yep. On the off chance that unfortunately does happen often, where they cannot get over this, they do not want to see you happy, you need to be able to set boundaries, yeah. I think a lot of times in those situations, so people feel so bad that they fell out of love, that they like ended a relationship, blew things up. They feel guilty. Them, they feel guilty and they let a lot of things slide that they shouldn't. And they let people manipulate them into staying in the, into their lives. Mm-hmm. And they let people manipulate them into, um, you know, thinking that they're a bad person. And they almost, I've even seen situations where they don't set story, story straight. Yeah. Because they're just like, I just don't want to participate. And while I'm all, I was going to say, well, I'm all for taking the high road. I'm like very much actually like not all for taking I, the road. I don't take the high road. I always take I the t- road. I actually take the lowest road possible. Um, often. Um, <laughs> I will say that there is a difference between being the bigger person and sticking up for yourself. Yeah. And honestly, if you don't stick up for yourself, like who is going to? Yeah. And you're going to be the loser in the end because you're... First off, like not showing yourself love. And secondly, like you're not setting the record straight. So how are we supposed to know 
the real thing. Yeah. I think it's important to set really clear boundaries in the beginning of a relationship. I'm a big advocate, to be honest, of cutting ties immediately after a breakup. I agree. I think it's possible to be friends later on down the road, but immediately after a breakup, especially one where there's like a lot of emotional, where there's a lot of emotions, where there's a lot of feelings to sift through and work through and there are, you know, wounds to be healed. I think a clean break is always the best way to go. You should not be talking to this person. You should not be entertaining them, whether that's their, you know, bids for attention or their abuse or whatever the case is. Block. Get them completely out of your life. Choose the people in your life that you want to focus on, the friends, the work, the, you know, people with your hobbies. You're spitting right now. (laughs) Make sure that they know the real situation if they're the right friends, they will stick with you and eventually the storm will calm. Yes, I agree. I have literally nothing to add. That was perfect. Amazing. Next question. My partner recently told me that they hate a sex position that we've done regularly for the past year. Mm. Okay. I'm very in my head and I now feel like the sex has been bad and they've just been keeping it quiet. I've gotten to the point where I've even looked through their phone Hmm. because I worried that them not liking this position or the sex meant that they would stray. I didn't find anything, but it did make me realize how much I'm letting this get to me. What do I do? Okay. First off, people are allowed to change what they like. That's true. Sexually. That's true. It's possible that they didn't like this position the whole time, but I will say, we talk about this a lot on the show. Sometimes it's really, really hard to give any sort of criticism, constructive criticism. This isn't even a constructive criticism, but to just say, I don't like this during sex. Yeah, that There's is There's a lot hard. of ego involved during sex. And I think sometimes people think they like something or maybe they don't love it, but they're like, eh, it's okay. You know, if I do it once, you know, one, one out of every four positions is one I don't like. I think it's healthy that this I person... Think, I was about to say, I think that this shows that they trust and are comfortable with you. Exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is actually a really good thing that they feel comfortable enough to say, I don't like this position. It's not, it, yeah, I don't think it's about you. I think they, they just don't like that position. Should they have maybe said it sooner? Absolutely. But sometimes that's hard. It is, absolutely. And you've only been together a year. Yes. that's. I know it seems like a long time. I'm sure you're very in love and you've gone through a lot of trials and, you know, turbulations together <laughs> that's the term you know what I mean yeah um but a year is really not that long and especially to get comfortable sexually also like you're allowed to say things that you like and don't like too like don't don't take them not liking a position as like oh fuck there's something wrong with me absolutely and in fact this is a really good opportunity to just open the floor what do you like then if you don't try, like this, what do you, try some shit out you know because i like this and i don't like this and oh you like that that's cool oh you've been wanting to try this i've actually wanted to try that too this could really open the door for your sex life and for your relationship i agree so i think that the key here is not taking it personally which i know is very hard to do when it comes to sex any sort of like criticism or you know switch up or anything like that even when my partner like sometimes gets in their head and maybe they like can't finish that night or maybe they're just really tired and they don't even want to have sex and I get kind of like shut down. It's it's an ego. It's an ego hit. And that's tough. But at the end of the day, when I really think about it, I'm like, this shows a comfortability that yep. I that is rare to find with people. Also, just literally talk. Don't look through their phone. Just express yeah. your shit because your reaction shouldn't be, 
oh, I think something's wrong. I'm going to look through their phone. Right. It should be like, oh, I'm going to sit down with them and like talk about this and say, hey, like, honestly, I felt really sad about this. I actually kind of cried a little bit about this. Like, let's let's talk about this. Yeah. I'm feeling upset because and maybe, you know, maybe their delivery was wrong. Maybe the way that they worded it yes. was, you know, a little bit less tender than it could have been. Or maybe it was in like a weird moment. Maybe it was during sex and it threw things off and you got in your head. So I think expressing, you know, what about this really upset you um, and then working toward it not happening again and being like, listen, I'm all ears. If you there's something you don't like, that's fine. Next time, maybe don't wait a year to tell yep. me because I want like I want this to be a fun. I want to have good sex. Yeah, I want to have good sex and I want my partner to have good sex. That is so true, Bestie. You know what? This is a great Q&A. This is great. We covered so many questions. We did. At the end of the day, <laughs> don't be so insecure. No, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, communicate, have good sex, and get rid of your ego. And be nice. And be nice. That's that. <laughs> That's that on that. I hope you guys knew this week's uh, Q&A. This is our first time filming which is so fun i love this um if you did enjoy it please leave a good review it really helps me out and we will see you next month bye bye when you visit arizona time is measured in moments not minutes like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.